Hey sis, so today we're talking about a topic that's probably going to be a bit uncomfortable for many of us if we are going to be honest with ourselves and admit that we have experienced jealousy from time to time and may even be in a season of it right now, then it's a little uncomfortable, but that's okay because you're sitting in the comfort of your own home, your own car, or maybe even your own workspace, whatever it is, sis, it's yours. And you are there, just you and God. And listen, There's no shame in our space. We are free from shame. We are free from guilt. But this is not something that we want to swim in, so to speak. We want to address it and tackle it head on because guess what? Jealousy is not something that's going to live in our space. All right. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about why we shouldn't feel this way. And I know we all are like, you know, mm, Don't want to admit it, but you know, in the back of your mind, maybe you're having these thoughts and feelings. So come join me back because this is absolutely one episode you don't want to miss. All right, let's get it. Hey sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again. Why wasn't I enough for him? Or I'm never going to get married. Do you find yourself Googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Hey sis, I'm Candace. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing from my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal, sis. Hey sis, and thanks for joining me on today. I'm so excited that you are here with me for another episode, another week. You guys, I am so like on a high after the Women's Empowerment Series last month. I enjoyed every single guest. I want to say thank you again to each one of them for coming on and just pouring into all of us because let me tell you, Every single one of those things that were talked about, it just really like encouraged me. It really made me look at some things differently. Like I'm telling you, those those conversations blessed me just as much as they blessed all of you. So I hope you enjoyed. If you missed any of the conversations with any of the ladies from the Women's Empowerment Series, please go back and check them out. They were so impactful. They were so powerful. I'm telling you, you are going to love it. And also, if you listened and it impacted your life, please share it with a friend so that you can help bless someone else as well. 
And sis, also, if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening so you can be sure not to miss a thing. Let me tell you, things are going to be a little different uh, for a little while. And I just wanted to like let y'all know, um, I'm going to pull back just for probably a couple of weeks. Your girl needs a little R&R, okay? And so I have some things going on and I'm stretched pretty thin right now. And so I just want to go ahead and pull back and only do one episode a week for the next couple of weeks and uh, until I tackle a few things. And then I'll be back at you with two a week. Don't worry, it's not going to stay that way. <laughs> so I just, like I said, I wanted to let you know that. So just in case you like, man, we only got one episode and it's been a couple of weeks. All right, probably about three weeks or so we'll get one episode and then we'll go back up to two. Your girl, like I said, working on some things and I'm stretched just a little too thin. And so bear with me in this season. All right. Also, sis, have you left your five star written review on the podcast on Apple Podcasts? If you haven't, please go leave your five star written review. It helps other women find the show and it also lets me know what you are enjoying. So I love to hear from you guys. I read each and every one of them and I appreciate them all so much. I appreciate all of you so much. And I want to read one today. This one is from Elizabeth and it says, so needed. And she says, as someone who was walking alongside a friend who was grieving a loss after breakup, this is extremely valuable. Thank you, Candace, for your wisdom, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank you so much for leaving this five-star written review. I appreciate you so much. And I'm so glad that you found this not for yourself, but for someone else that you love so much and that you are walking in that season with them and you want to provide them with some encouragement and some wisdom. And so thank you so much for finding us and for connecting and for sharing with others. And you guys, just like Elizabeth, if you know someone who's walking through this difficult season, please share these episodes with them because they will encourage them, uplift them, and even pour into them to make them think a little differently about their situation. So I appreciate it so much and I am grateful. Speaking of sharing, I am still giving away the free prayer. So be sure that you grab that. I will definitely have the link in the show notes for you. All you have to do is click the link and it will take you straight to a page where you just put your name and email address in and I will deliver the prayer that I kind of been talking about for a while for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I will deliver it straight to your inbox and Again, this prayer is just something that it was a prayer that I prayed and I wrote during my season of heartbreak many years ago. So it's very pure and authentic because I wrote it in that season. So go ahead and grab it. I've gotten lots of lots of feedback and lots of good feedback from it. So please go and listen. Grab it if you need it in your time of prayer. You can play it in the background. Um, and you can listen to it however many times you need to. It'll be yours to do as you please on your healing journey. All right, sis, I just want to give y'all what y'all need so that you can start really making some progress. Okay. And sis, do you realize that we are so close to our 100th episode? I cannot wait. I can't believe like We've been doing this like I've been showing up here with you guys and some of y'all have been here for every single episode, which means you will have listened to all 100. If you are missing any, sis, if there's some you haven't listened to, go back and listen. Make that a goal. Right now, we are on episode, what is this? 
episode 97. So we have three more to go. Like I said, we are going to pull back a little bit. So it'll be one a week. So in the next three weeks, we should be at episode 100. I'm really excited about this. And so uh, I will have something to give away at that time as well. So I cannot wait. Be sure to tune in to that episode when it drops, okay? So I told y'all we were going to be talking about something that may be a little uncomfortable if you're honest with yourself. If you've ever experienced being jealous, raise your hand. My hand's going up, okay? Because in life at some point in time, I think we all have. If we're honest, I think if you say you've never been jealous at any point in your life, you're not telling yourself the truth, sis. Like, you need to break down some walls. You need to come down off the high horse, get your head out the clouds. Because I know that at least at one point in your life that you were just a little envious of someone else, all right? So I'm not saying that this is how your entire life is, that you walk around this way, but sometimes we go through seasons and struggling with this particular thing. Now, I know during my single season, it took a minute, like I had some times where I felt real jealousy towards other women who seemed to have the life that I desired. They had these stable relationships before I can even like think about marriage. I have, you know, people who around me who had like these flourishing dating relationships that just seemed so perfect and I didn't. And then when it came to the point in time of people getting married and it's like everywhere I look and I was a bit jealous that I was not the one getting the ring. I was not the one and I thought I would be, you know, I think we all or maybe most of us have it in our minds that by a certain age, we would be married we might have kids, we might have this, that, the other. Maybe it's, I might have a certain career or business or whatever the case is that we experience this like jealousy when we have not reached the goal that we desired or we just don't have the thing that we desired, right? So I know, like I said, it's a struggle and it can be especially hard and it can be something that plagues you very much in your single season, especially after a heartbreak, right? Because maybe you were happy and then all of a sudden it seems like that particular thing has been ripped from you, right? That man, that relationship, it's been ripped from you. Something that you loved and someone you loved and you know something you desired so much is no longer there. And then you look around and it just seems like everyone else is doing so well in this area. Everyone else has the desires of their hearts. Everyone else seem like they are living their best lives. Sis, ooh, let me tell you first things first, everything is not what it seems. But even if it is, right, we, it's not for us to judge that. What we have to judge is our own heart our own thoughts, our own attitudes, our own feelings. Why are we feeling this way? We shouldn't say, oh, they're not as happy as they seem because we should want people to be as happy as they seem, you know? Like we shouldn't be wishing that they're not. But it's the jealousy in us that would make us say such things, okay? Like I said, I know I went through my seasons of this when I was single and I really wanted to be married And it seemed like everybody was getting the ring. And it took, you know, I consciously, I was conscious and aware of it. And I started to take those thoughts captive and take them to God and really start working on myself so that I wouldn't be that way because that's not what I wanted for my life. I did not want to be walking around here, this jealous person, right? And even recently, like I had to check myself because I think if we don't guard our hearts as the Bible warns us to do, 
that we can find ourselves creeping back into that place without even realizing it. If we're looking up and we're comparing ourselves to others, we're looking at the lives of others, we tend to like have these thoughts that we don't even realize we're having. So recently I went and visited a friend and she has this beautiful, beautiful home, brand new home, 4,000 square feet. I'm talking just looks immaculate, beautiful furniture and everything. And I was like, wow, it was beautiful. But it was this little nagging thought of in the back of my head, like, oh my gosh, like I'm almost embarrassed about my house. Let me tell you something. Before I saw her house, I was in love with my house, right? And I'm, I still am, right? But I had this moment of jealousy, like, oh my God, like, oh, my house is nothing compared to hers. And I'll, you know, it's kind of these thoughts and I had to check myself like, girl, you was just loving your house like how, like two seconds ago, <laughs> like, you know, and so things like that, those little thoughts. And so I actually journaled about it so I could pray about it so that I could just let those thoughts leave me and, you know, get to the point of, okay, yes, I'm happy for her, what she has and what God has for me is for me getting to that point. And I was able to check myself quickly what about you? Like, think about something, sis. Like, think about the things and thoughts that you may be struggling with in this particular area. And so I have five tips for you today to help you to overcome any thoughts and feelings of jealousy, okay? As a Christian woman, it is something that we don't talk about enough, and we try to act like nobody out here is jealous. Nobody's hating on nobody. Nobody has these ill thoughts towards anybody. Nobody is coveting. And let's talk about this word covet, right? Because when you covet what someone else has, that means that you want what they have and not just want it, but like to a large degree want it. Like you're putting yourself in their shoes. You really want that thing. And the Bible warns us against coveting what someone has. In fact, it is part of the Ten Commandments. Like, I uh, forgot exactly what it says. Let me see if I have it. It's in Exodus chapter 20. And it's verse 17. It says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. So your neighbor, sis, is not just the person who lives next to you. Your neighbor is anybody. And the Bible warns against this. And coveting in the Bible is really never described as a good thing. It's always something negative and something that we are warned not to do because the ramifications are deadly in some cases. I mean, if you look at the example of David and Bathsheba, and if you don't know, I don't have the scriptures for that, but if you Google it, because it's a very popular scenario in the Bible, but David coveted Bathsheba, but she was somebody else's wife. And ultimately it ended in him committing murder to have her. <laughs> so, you know, again, it, it could literally lead to that thing. And so while you may have a small seed of like jealousy, a twinge of just wanting what someone else has or looking at someone else's life, thinking you want it to be yours. Deal with it while it's small because you don't want it to snowball into something big and then end in something terrible happening. And I know it's like, oh, girl, that might be a pretty strong example. Like ain't, ain't nobody trying to do that. But you never know where things can lead. If you continue to let your mind meditate on certain thoughts, 
So go ahead. We're going to tackle this thing today because that's not where we want to be. Okay. And again, there's no shame here. We just want to make sure that we're uprooting the things that are not of God. That's all. Again, I'm not pointing fingers because I've been there. So we are going to work on this. Let's get into these five tips, sis. Tip number one, learn to compliment others. So if there's another sister out there that you look at and you see she's doing well, she may have the business that you so desire, or maybe she's in a good and happy and healthy relationship and that's something that you desire, go ahead and compliment her on what she has going on, what she's doing well. If you don't know anything else about her besides what you see, then, you know, compliment what you see and go ahead, maybe just say, oh, girl, like your shoes, like you got it going on, your lashes are on point, like whatever the case is, learn to compliment her. Man, you doing your thing out here with your business. I love that. And I'm not saying be fake with people, but Go ahead and just make it small. If, if you feel like you're being fake, make it something small. I'm not saying that you have to have this long, super long conversation. But if it's someone that you see often and you are running past them, like, again, find something to compliment them on. And maybe it could strike up a conversation between the two of you. And because sometimes when you jealous of someone, you paint a negative picture of them in your mind. And they could not at all be like that, but you don't know because you don't know the person. And so a small compliment might be able to strike up a conversation to really kind of get to know the person. So just go ahead, compliment that person. And when you compliment someone, it kind of helps to take away that feeling of jealousy because it actually, to me, complimenting someone else actually builds confidence in myself. The confidence that I have, again, you can't be super fake with it like you can't and so it's hard like when you're already jealous but I'm telling you like complimenting that person that means finding genuinely finding something good about that person that you can say hey I see you hey sis do you want to know what women just like you are saying about these one-on-one heartbreak coaching sessions Natalie said Candace you are truly phenomenal Thank you for operating in your God-given purpose and using your story to help heal other women like myself. Your courage to share and be vulnerable makes you personable and relatable. In our coaching session, the best advice you provided me was that I had to truly let go and put my full trust in God and allow His will to be done. The homework assignment you had me do was truly powerful, and I did repeat this exercise as many times as it took for me to fully let go, as you advised. It allowed me to relinquish control and realize how much easier it is to truly trust and lean on God. Thank you so much for what you do. Sis, if you want to experience breakthrough like Natalie, join me for a heartbreak coaching session where we will come up with a 90-day plan to help you make real progress on your healing journey. I will show you how to partner with God to find comfort and peace in the midst of your heartbreak, while also learning how to enjoy life as a single woman. You will be able to carry out the simple steps to make real progress on your healing journey with a customized plan of how to move forward. I have a few sessions available and I invite you to sit with me and begin creating the life that you desire. Head over to my website, CandaceAbaddies.com forward slash services to book your 60 minute heartbreak coaching session. Remember this from Psalms 55 and 22. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. I love you, sis. Now back to today's episode. Number two, do not compare your life to others. 
the Bible warns against this a lot as well. And this is where coveting can kind of come into place because you're comparing your life to someone else and you're like, I want that. And, you know, I wish I had that. And I wish I was in that place. And, you know, so when you compare your life to others, and I think I mentioned recently about a podcast episode I had called No Comparison, right? Check out that one because it's a um, it's a devotion from my book that I read, a mini soap, so a really quick one, but a really good one. Check that out, but don't compare your life to others. Don't hold yourself to a standard that someone else has for their life because you don't know where their standard came from. You don't know what they had to walk through to get what they had. I always hear people say some rendition of, you know, they want my testimony, but they don't want my struggle or, you know, they want my story, you know, they want my glory, but they don't want my story, you know, things like that. Simply saying like you want what you see as like the highlight of their life, but you don't want all the work and all the pain and all the struggle it took to get them there. So just like I said, you compliment others, rejoice with them. You know, as I said, rejoice with them because of where they are, because they had to go through something. Says nobody just arrived. Nobody just arrived. So know that. And so when, you know, you look at other people's lives, don't compare them because they had their own process. So you walk through your process so that you can get to whatever destination God has for you. All right, so no comparing your life to others. Comparison is deadly. It's a death trap. Nothing good ever comes from comparing our lives to others. And I know, I think I've heard someone say, and it's like, it's different when you're like looking at someone to aspire to have like, um, like a goal and you're like, oh man, that's something I would like to do someday. Not that I want to be them or I want what they have. Like there's a difference between those things. We find inspiration from people that we may want to be like because they're in a place that we want to be, but the, the way you get there may be completely different. So you have to pray about that. So go ahead and have your own journey. Keep your head straight. I have a couple of scriptures about this too. Proverbs chapter four, verse 25. I want to pull that up and read it. And it says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. That means you can't compare yourself to someone else if you're looking straight ahead, right? If you, when you start looking to the right and to the left and looking at what everybody else is doing, instead of keeping your eyes on the things that God has for you to do, that's when you start comparing your life and saying, man, I thought I'd be further along like so-and-so. Man, they are way over there. I can't believe, man, I can't believe they got married before me. Stop comparing yourself in those ways. Keep your eyes straight ahead. And verse 27 of that says, do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. And, you know, when you start turning to the right and when you start turning to the left, you get off your road, you get off track. And so that means that you can go into a place that is considered, quote unquote, evil, because that is not the place for you. And then you start doing things that are not of God because it's not what God had for you. So make sure you keep your eyes focuses straight ahead, right on God, who's right before you. He's waiting for you to follow him. So let him lead you and don't look to the right. Don't look to the left and no comparing. Number three, practice self-love, sis. This is something I think if we did more of, we would have less feelings of jealousy. 
Love yourself. In this, I mean, learn to love the woman God created you to be. There's no need for you to be jealous of anyone else because God created each and every person to be super unique. Okay, he created us each very differently. In Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, he says that we are his masterpiece. Okay, so a masterpiece is not this carbon copy where you see a whole bunch of them all around. No, a masterpiece is unique, one of a kind, created with vision, with careful consideration. So if you love yourself for the person that God made you to be, he created you as a masterpiece. Say those things to yourself. Speak life over yourself and speak kindly to yourself. Deal kindly with yourself. Love yourself. Love your victories and your triumphs, but love your flaws as well. Love every imperfection of your body, of your face, every wrong turn that you have already taken say, you know what, maybe I did go down the wrong road once, but now God is working it out for my good. Like love the journey that you're on, okay? Learn to love the life that you have. I tell you, you know, I had, I really had to check myself when I was having that feeling of envy, of jealousy with my friend because I was like, how long have I been saying like, I love my life and I genuinely do. And just one look at like something else that somebody had, because I guess that may have been, that may be something that I still may desire in my life, but I'm not going to be jealous that she has it and that I don't. So I'm like, okay, I checked myself because I'm like, girl, you are so super blessed. And I absolutely love the woman that I am. I love the family that God has blessed me with, my husband and my children. I love, like, I just love my life. And so um, when I really started to think about that, it kind of helped me to like, you know, re- Uh, position my perspective and just you know we just have to love on ourselves y'all and in loving yourself like practice some self-care to show yourself some love I think like stuff like that will help you like do some meditation take some time just for you take some time just for you and God take some time to pour into yourself with things that you love and that you enjoy to show yourself some love that you deserve it. You deserve to have fun. You deserve to be at peace. You deserve to love yourself. And so get rid of those thoughts of not being enough. Get rid of those thoughts that you'll never be enough. And whatever other negative thoughts have come with the rejection that you may have experienced in life, the breakups, the heartaches, everything like that, brings negative thoughts that makes us condemn ourselves and shame ourselves. And that's not self-love. I want you to have a me moment. I have an episode and I'll link it in the show notes. It may be maybe around episode 14 or so. And it's called, um, it's either I am enough or you are enough, something like that. And I will link it in the show notes. But if you have not listened to that episode, please go and listen to it because it really is a an episode of me just kind of pouring out my heart and talking to myself, you know, as God was speaking to me, he was leading me to speak to you guys to let you know that you are enough just the way you are, just the way God made you. And if someone made you feel like you're not, says, I apologize. I apologize. And I'm so sorry that you have to 
walk through that, that you had to experience that because I know what that feels like and it's not a good feeling, but come up out of that. Love yourself as you are. Know that you are enough and that God loves you. And so you deserve to love you too. All right. If you can't love you first, then it's going to be hard to find someone else to do it. So love yourself, sis. And when you love yourself, then you don't have to worry about you not comparing yourself to anyone else. You know, you're not coveting what anyone else has because you love you for you. So there's nothing to be jealous of with anyone else. Number four, believe that God has a plan and blessings for you just for you, sis. He has a blessing with your name on it. All right. I want you to know that. I want you to believe that. Remember Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. His word tells us that he has plans for us. Okay. He wants to bless us. He wants to give us the good things. Now, He's not going to give us the good things until we may maybe go through a process to be developed for the good things, right? Because he won't give us something that we're just going to squander or we can't take care of because we don't know how or we're not mature enough. So know that there's always a process before you get to the blessing, but you can get to the blessing, sis. You just need to walk through the process. If you need help walking through the process, hit me up. Schedule a heartbreak coaching session. I can help you develop a plan to walk through this process so that you can get on the other side, so that you can see what God's plans for you are because they're good. His word says they're good plans. (laughs) They're plans to prosper you. All right. He wants to see you prosper. He wants to see you blessed. He doesn't want to see you broken down, broken hearted. This is not your this is not your plot in life. Okay. believe me. Believe me on that. There's more for you than what you are experiencing right now. This is just a season, something that you are walking through. This is not what you have walked to, okay? This is not the end. This is not the stopping point. This is just just maybe a stop on your, your journey, but you're not staying here, all right? So know that and go ahead, keep on moving, keep on pressing, know that God has plans for you and he wants to bless you, all right? And then when you realize that, then you know that, okay, maybe it's just not my season, but it's so-and-so season and you can rejoice with them. You can be happy for them. Like I said, you can compliment them, right? Because you know that your time is coming. It's absolutely coming, sis. Just keep on on your journey and keep going through your process. Keep healing, keep working, keep growing, keep thriving, all right? Stick with God and you will see the best. And number five, Pray and ask God to remove the jealousy from you. I think we neglect this part a lot. It's probably because we don't want to let God know that we have this feeling. But God already knows. He already knows what we think and what we feel. So you may as well go ahead and ask him to take it from you. And so I think, you know, like I said, it's something that we overlook often. We don't want to pray about it. And I think just because many of us don't even want to admit it to ourselves, let alone to God. So admit it to yourself, sis, that this is a, this is an area that you may be struggling with and it is okay. And then you go into prayer and be like, God, look, I'm having these thoughts. I'm having these feelings. I know they're not from you. 
So I don't want them. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to think about people this way. So just take these thoughts from me. Like, I don't want to be jealous of anyone. I want to be happy for other people. I want to have joy, like true, genuine joy when something good happens to someone else. I don't want to feel negative and down and talking about them and talking behind their backs just because they have something that I don't have. And, you know, it's not always an outward expression of this, but sometimes it's just thoughts in our minds that we don't even dare to utter aloud, but God knows our thoughts as well. And so my suggestion to you, sis, if you are in a season of dealing with jealousy right now, is to go ahead and journal through it. Go ahead and journal through it. So that's a bonus tip. Journal through what your thoughts and feelings are, where they may be coming from, what are you not satisfied with in your own life, and incorporate the things that I talked about. In your journaling, find one thing, because if there's somebody specific that you are jealous of, find one thing and put, you know what? I'm glad that so-and-so is doing well with whatever. I'm glad so-and-so found a good man. I'm glad so-and-so, you know, whatever it is. I love so-and-so's hair. She's always dressed to the nine. I'll, you know, find something and put it in that journal entry. But journal through this and try to incorporate some of these things I talked about. And, you know, write some affirmations. Say, you know what, I, I will no longer compare my life to others. That is one great affirmation in this kind of season when you're dealing with jealousy. That is something that you should speak every day. I will no longer compare my life to others. And then, you know, find ways that you can love yourself. Write it in your journal to keep yourself accountable. So when you come back to read that, you're like, you know what? Did I do this, 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 and this? I wrote it down. Did I do it? Am I showing myself love in this way? So go ahead and do that. And I'm going through. So number one was learn to compliment. Number two, do not compare. Three, self-love. And number four, believe that God has good plans for you. And so journal about that as well. Like ask God in your journal entry, in your prayer time, like, God, what are the plans that you have for me? I believe they're good. So what are they? (laughs) And then, you know, maybe God has already shown you some things that have not come to fruition. And so you can journal about all of that. And then number five is pray and ask God to remove it from you. Again, that is something that you can journal through as well. Just asking God to take this from you. Put a date on it, sis. Journal, put a date on it and say, you know what? I'm going to come back and check this in 30 days as I walk through this process of really getting rid of these feelings, negative thoughts about other people. And I try to come into more of a light and life-giving space. All right. So I don't want you to be here, sis, but no shame if you are and no shade if you are. I know you're probably not going to admit it in the Facebook group, but it is cool. But come join us anyway for other topics and other conversations. And um, I love y'all so much. And I hope that you really take to heart what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I can't let it go just yet, but really take to heart what I am saying, because I want to see you set free from this, sis. And you can get free because I definitely did some work in this area to get myself free. And so I can easily tell if I ever slip back in, like I said, I did recently, and I'm able to quickly get out of that space. So I want you out of that space too, sis. So 
run this episode back one time if you need to. I hope you wrote down the tips. If not, listen again, write them down, share them if you need to. And I'll talk to y'all again soon enough. Love you, sis. Bye. Hey, sis. Listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.